Hey guys, thanks for checking in to stormylake.us. Messages as above, so below your threefold weekly forecast. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. And I know you're probably like, what happened to you last week? So let me just explain. This is probably the second and it might be the third time that throughout the calendar year, I have not been moved to speak. And what the interesting thing about this is, is I think the greatest lesson in that is this. I am not to be anyone's idol. I am not to be anyone for anyone else to lean on. I'm just a vessel working for God, right? And we all have different uh, purposes in which we're called. And um, God has us moving in different ways. All of us, even even though there are people out there listening to this right now thinking you don't have any mission or God hasn't sent you on any mission to do anything. And that's not true. But the greatest mission, the greatest purpose of, of this whole not speaking last week was to help all of you understand and, and me too, that everything is in God's time and not our time. And as much as me as a human wanted to give you a wonderful message, if it wasn't coming through, then it wouldn't have been from God, right? And then that would have been not good for me to speak, uh, not hearing audibly from God specifically for whatever it was that he wanted to put forward. And I just wasn't moved. I was not moved. I was still and I was present, but it wasn't coming. And I sat and I thought about that. And what that really goes back to is the obedience, having the obedience to uh, just be obedient to God. And so knowing that in his time, things happen and not in our time. And so again, as a human, I wanted to give you guys a message. I could have pulled anything out of my hat, to be quite frankly, frank with you. But that's not what God's called me to do. And that's not who I am. And so it's important that as we walk through these last few seasons of our messages as above, so below in your weekly forecast, that you all remember that patience is important. And in the patience, we are not waiting on anything other than the Lord. And during that time when we want something to happen or we desire for something to happen in our time, when it doesn't happen and we have to be still, that's called obedience when we actually are still. In the obedience, you're rewarded. And during that time of stillness, um, there's a great measure of God's grace that comes over you even though you have internal desires and hopes for things, it's when we wait on God with our faith and our steadfast belief that he's going to pull through, even against what our soul wants to you know, feel or our mind wants to think. When we are obedient, there's huge blessings behind that. So for last week, what I want to say is be obedient, okay? Be obedient. And if things don't work out the way that you want them to work out, or they seem to be slower than what you would want them to be, just the reminder is this, God is in control, not you. And part of this obedience thing is, it's interesting because every soul has a different journey and every soul has a different desire. And we have some more patience than others. So we will always be challenged with that. And it's one of the key components to being able to connect to God and and to be able to wait in God. And it's important that you learn or start practicing this work. Uh, as you all know, as humans, you want to go where you want to go when you want to go. You want what you want to eat whenever you want to eat it. You would like to drink whatever you want to drink whenever you want to drink it. If you want to go dancing, if you want to stay home, if you want to watch a movie, if you want to take a shower, you have that freedom. But when it comes to God, there's certain things that are not within our border line or within our hands reach and we can't change, we can't change it. And so it's important that you're patient during that time. And that's what I just want to tell you guys. If you're going through anything or you're challenged with anything personally, interior, internally or exteriorly, just remember that God's got this. And as long as you surrender it to him 
and you're obedient with that, he's going to bless you in the end. So really, it's a challenge for you to stand strong in your faith and not to respond from a human perspective or a soulish desire, but to wait on the Lord for whatever that might be with faith, not with bitterness, not with anger, not with, you know, whatever, whatever, just to truly push in and challenge yourself to be faithful to God and to be obedient and to be patient and to be still and know that if things aren't working out the way that you want them in your timing, that he's got the perfect timing because he's never early and he's never late. He's always on time. So for this week, um, before we get into the messages, I want to share something pretty cool with you guys. Uh, some of you may know because you follow divine energy. Some of you don't, mm-hmm. but on Sunday we had a new moon. And I don't normally do new moon anything, but I was, I was definitely uh, compelled to do it. And so I wanted to share a little bit about what that is about when it comes to the Bible and God. So back in the day, if we take this back to the significance in biblical times, back to Hebrew, um, the new moon fell on Sunday. And the significance of the new moon in the Bible times was very important. So just so everybody understands, the beginning of a new month in the Hebrew calendar is called a lunar-based. It's a lunar-based month. That's what they called it. So the beginning of new month was the Hebrew lunar-based calendar. And it's a time when um, the Isra- I call, I'm just going to call them the Israelites, were supposed to bring their offering to God. So the beginning of the month was known not by astronomical uh, calculations, but by the testimony of the messengers appointed to watch for the first visible appearance of the new moon. So it didn't come from any astronomy type people. Um, as soon as the first silver was seen, um, they announced that within the whole country by signals of fire on mountaintops and blowing trumpets. So when the first silver was seen in Hebrew back in the day when the new moon came, people would bring their sacrifices to God or they would they would just recognize like they would hold ceremony, right? And as soon as they saw that, that was announced throughout the entire community, but in this case, the entire country. And it was signaled by home, by home, by home, as people put out fires on the mountaintops and they blew the trumpets. So the Hebrew word for month was Hodesh, and it literally means new moon. So during that time of the new moon, um, they brought on their offerings to God. So on the first of, so basically everybody would have a burnt offering, okay, to God. And this was their way of just bringing forth um, what they called I don't know if you're familiar with this word or not, but it's basically their personal sacrifice or consecration, consecration to God for each month for, through, for every, for every month throughout the year. And they did new moon festivals, right? And they were marked by different types of sacrifices, right? Or blowing trumpets over sacrifices. So the interesting thing was, is that I was called to do a new moon, um, call it ritual, but it was really a a new moon meditation that we did. And instead of a sacrifice, because Christ is the ultimate sacrifice, we don't do what we used to do in the old day and have live sacrifices because we have a King who already came and left and came back again. So Jesus being that ultimate sacrifice, what we did instead is we brought everybody together and we offered our hearts cry to God. And in that moment of the new moon, 
we took that energy, we recognized what was happening for the new energy that's coming in and for the blessings that God has for us. And instead of a sacrifice, we lift up our heart's cry for prayer. And we were witnesses in that. And it was super awesome. I thought thought it was incredibly powerful. Um, I really loved it. And I love the idea that it's recognized in biblical times. I just, it's just interesting because in our world, in our new age world right now, there are people who do moon rituals all the time, but they do it for the evil, not for the light. Uh, they don't recognize God and they kind of make it all about the soul instead of the spiritual application in the direction of which we're moving. So I wanted to share that with you because if you guys are going to be watching, because the more, I don't know if everyone's noticed, but the more that's happening, the more our world is changing and the more present that we're being called to be. So there will be lots of rituals that start to begin and and they will glorify different things. Hopefully for the most part, it'll glorify God, but there's going to be some different energy out there. Keep your eyes open on what you're going to be seeing because a lot of it's going to be coming to life. It may look magical and it may look mystical, but unless you know the root of which it is created, be cautious in your uh, attempt to join anything. Uh, you want to make sure that when they call it God, that, that you know what God they, <laughs> they're working with, um, because there is only one true living God. Um, and you just want to be careful that you don't have any open doors. And I feel like I'm urging everyone to let you know ahead of the game, uh, whether you're on board with this or not, just educate yourself a little bit. There's going to be a lot happening, ritualistic type of work and workshops and Uh, Things that look like they're all holy and awesome and safe, but you need to have wisdom. Um, And so I want you to know that new moon rituals are great uh, when you're offering your prayers up to God and you come together and you're witnessing for one another to bring in whatever it is your hopes or your, your desires are, recognizing that God is the forefront of your everything. And by that new moon ritual, we basically give our cares. We cast our cares on the on the God. That's really what it is. So it's our prayers lifted up. We cast them onto God as he's asked us to, which allows us to become stronger. It allows us to surrender whatever's heavy with us, and it gives him the ability to work a miracle in our life. So that's what's really happening. But in a lot of other places, it's not looking like that. So just heads up, if you see anything and it pulls your interest, make sure you do the research before you go in because you don't want any open doors if you follow my drift. On to this week for your threefold weekly forecast. Very simple message, very straight to the point. Um, so messages to start with. The message of, as always, we have the threefold weekly forecast. We have messages of the past. How do we heal the wounds of our past, which are cycling emotions that come up for us as humans. And we're called to face these emotions with with you know with faith not with fear and to overcome them at the same time we're giving a message uh which is a present message to help us basically move into what god would want us to move into with wisdom application and knowledge and then the final outcome is obviously to glorify god all things glorifying god for the hope of our future individually and together as a nation and so for the first messages uh, for the week. So the first, how do we heal the wounds of our past? Um, so it's basically just to have courage. And it is literally just seeing the face of God. You guys might see it as a lion. Others might see it as a lamb. Some of you may just see it as Christ himself. So I know that there, again, with as humans, we're all going to go through this. And right now is a tough time for everybody. We need to have We really need to have courage as we move through this because a lot of us are feeling afraid, alone, small, 
um, inferior. And the message is from God that you're not alone, even though you feel like you're alone and you're walking through whatever you're walking through. Because right now, everybody's being faced with a whole lot of opposition in different areas of life, from finances to relationships, uh, to marriage, to extended family, to death. Um, I mean, we can move into many directions, but I don't know anyone who hasn't gone through some type of you know, walking in underneath the fire of, of, of complete what feels to be hell right now. Um, many of us are walking through a struggle. And so the message from God is that you're watched over and you're cherished, obviously, by, by the Holy Spirit, by God, and that whatever is going on internally or externally and emotionally for you, you've got to know that right now, more importantly than any other time, you have to look within yourself to find the strength to overcome whatever's placed before you, okay? Now, this goes back to the Word of God. So, <laughs> you are the branches and He is the vine, and apart from Him, you can do nothing. Now, those some of you may not want to hear that verse, but it's the absolute truth. If you don't want to hear it, it's your ego that gets in the way that, that's denying that, but you're human, okay? And we can't we can only do so much before we can't do any more. And the message is, is that God wants you to rely on him. God wants you to fearlessly ask for strength. God wants you to know that he's within you if you allow him to be so he can help you and give you the strength that you need to overcome everything that you're going through. So we'll call it obstacles, right? Because we have so many different scenarios that we're going through. And, you know, here's the thing. All of these obstacles or situations or traumas or triggers, hardships and pain, loss and suffering, every single bit of this is placed in front of us, okay? And no matter how large it may seem or daunting it may seem or scary that it is, your mission is to overcome, have courage and have faith and know that right now, now is the time to trust your internal self with God who strengthens you and have incredible confidence to overcome this more now than ever. Because if you can't get through it now, you know, here's the thing. We're, we got more that we have to walk through. So this is your playground, okay? It's your playground that God's pushing you through right now. He's not, let me just tell you, God is an incredible God. But all things happen for a reason to give us strength, right? And we need to be able to activate the lioness in each woman and the lion in each man. And it's time for us to stand up and have courage and not be fearful. Fear, fe Having fear is going to bind you. It's going to paralyze your ability to move forward, which causes you paralyzed will. It's also going to cause adverse side effects, mental chaos, and craziness, insomnia, and anxiousness, all of these things that turn into a physical manifestation are created from a, an emotional manifestation, which is a thought of fear. So you cannot allow fear to be there. You need to have courage replacing that fear, which is faith, okay? Having courage in God, having courage in yourself. And right now more than ever, here's the other message. It is so easy in our past to have I mean, honestly, we had so many opportunities to hide from life before. And right now, especially with the ups and downs of what's happening, there's going to be nowhere to turn. And for many of you, there isn't anywhere to turn. So there is no one else to hide behind. There is nothing else to do. There is nothing and no way that you can run from what's happening right now in your story. And this is why courage is important. This is why you're being challenged to look within because it's not going to be on the outside that your resources come to give you strength. It's going to come from inside. 
So there's no measure of money, status, position, power, prestigiousness, royalty, whatever. There, there is nothing out there greater than what's in you. And what's in you is God who's going to strengthen you and get you through this. So you can't hide no more. And this isn't a negative thing. It's the truth. Because as humans, we always try and find the easy way out. I mean, that's what humans do. Okay, all of us. So right now we're going to be asked by God that if you have fear coming into your space or you have unknown and you're questioning whatever's going on right now. So how do we overcome that? God says you got to have courage and you got to look within because God is with you. He's not outside of you. And right now it is the time to gain that strength to overcome every obstacle that's placed in your path, no matter what it looks like, seems like, feels like, smells like. It doesn't matter. You've got to have courage and trust right now in this confidence that God's given you because you can do all things through he who strengthens you, okay? So this is going to take an application for you to just simply ask God to come into your life. If you haven't done this yet, you just simply say, God, I invite you to come into my heart. I accept you into my heart. I accept you, Jesus Christ, into my heart and give me the strength that I need to overcome whatever's coming before me. It's a real thing and all it takes is your words and your heart and your mind to agree and it happens just like that. So this is how you're going to heal the wounds of the past by having courage and facing your fear. You cannot run anymore. The light's going to come within and it's going to be painful for some of you. For some of you, it's already painful. For some of you, you've already been through a lot of this already and you feel like maybe you can't take anymore. But I promise you, if you would lean not on your own understanding and on the strength of God, it would be effortless and you could do it. So I encourage you guys to do this. Now here's what's gonna happen. Once you guys gain this courage and you overcome your fears, since there's no more hiding in the world, like we don't have the resources, the opportunity, the flexibility, or the freedom that we used to at this time. So what's the what's the greatest part about this story? Like what's really going on with our world? And from a spiritual perspective, what happens is when we're under this type of pressure and we don't have anything to distract us, we can't go out, we can't hide, we can't, you know, go to our friend's house as much as we would like to. Some of us do, some of us don't, but your ability, your social gatherings, the things that you used to do to distract yourself on a regular have all together changed. So your lifestyle is different. And what's happening is through this pressure, Once you overcome whatever this issue is of fear and you have this courage, a great, uh, an incredible thing happens. So God has us individually looking within ourselves because he doesn't want us to look outside anymore. Your message right now, how do we heal the wounds of our past is to have courage, but how do we get there? Like, what is the message of the present? How, how are we going to, how are we going to move through this? What is the goal of this whole purpose for this threefold weekly forecast? And it's basically to expand and know yourself on a deeper level because through this internal dialogue, through this ability to trust God within you, through this ability to figure out who you really are uh, when the world's taken away from you and you're stripped of everything, you're kind of bare and naked, right? And so right now, what's going to happen is that you're going to experience incredible grace. And the goal is to give your grace to others. So what what am I saying right now? I'm saying that through this pressure that we're going through, incredible things happen in heated moments, okay? And really, it's being able to share whatever God has planted inside of you, that seed that's inside of you, that wave of 
inspiration, this incredible unconditional love, this idea, this art, uh, this wisdom, whatever it is, you're called to move forward and allow whatever that internal voice is to come alive. So whatever creative ideas that you've had, whatever, if you haven't had ideas, you're going to get them. Inspiration, inspired messages from God, from the divine, just like these messages. Um, But they can come in all different forms. You're going to be channeling energy and gifts within you, not outside of you. And these are things that have always been there. Um, You may not have probably known that they were there before because you've never been so deeply uh, connected to your actual self. But now it's going to be the time for you guys to recognize exactly how amazing you really are, how God created you to be, what your, what just a portion of your, not all of your gifts, but a portion of your gifts will be completely lined up for you. And you're going to see just how talented you really are by following whatever is activated inside of you. So when we can't run and hide and shop and drink and eat to the level that we want to, then we have to be present. When we're present, we have to peel back the onion. Once we peel back the onion and we move away fear, we have courage. And then once we have courage, we have incredible inspiration. So when you're fearless, you're inspired. And so inside of each of us, God has given us incredible gifts, right? He said, I've given you every gift in in the heavens, every spiritual gift in the heavens I have given to you. Well, what does that mean in our world? That means that there is nothing that you can't do. And God has given you incredible gifts within your being to become, to display, to create, to love, and to share these gifts with other people. So it's a time of growth, Once we fall into um, courage and not fear, that's when we expand and we grow creatively. So being creative, and this doesn't mean that you're a musician or an artist, okay? Being creative comes in in every single way. There's no one in the world that isn't creative. We're creative in some form. Um, So instead of categorizing it from right brain you know, right brain's the creative, left brain's the not creative. That's not really true. All of us have creative gifts. Some are accountants. It's still a gift and it's still creative while other people are, um, you know, musicians. So don't be in the, in the walls of, of the social world. What I'm saying is allow yourself not to be held back anymore. Don't grab a hold of anything from the past or if you would have felt blocked from things that have happened in the past. All that's falling away right now. And it's time for you to recognize your gifts, enter into your creativity and allow yourself to share whatever inspiration or knocking that is coming, share it with those around you, make space in your heart for goodness, like enter a place of kind, still joy and recognize what's going on inside of you, like express your creative self in a way that suits you. So you don't follow anybody else's lead, you follow your own lead. So once we're courageous, we have inspiration. In the inspiration, we create. When our creations are born, we're supposed to show grace and experience God's grace. And what that means is that we share our gifts with others to lift up other people, to inspire other people, to spread our personal joy with other people. This is really important because you're called to be a lamp upon the world. And so right now, whatever it is that you're doing, it's not about you being like egotistical or self-righteous. It's just, just get out of your own way, 
overcome your fears, step into courage, and allow God to create what he's going to create in you. Once he starts to create that, which by the way, the seed's already planted, you're just going to start blooming into whatever this gifting is. Then you're going to share it with other people. And that's how you build a kingdom. That's how you build God's people. It's by sharing love. It's by sharing light, wisdom, joy, truth, just being the creative being that you're called to be and sharing it with the world because the greatest gift is to give. So we all have different levels of gifts. We all have different uh, creative um, seeds that are planted inside of us. So whatever that is for you, it's going to spring forth. Get ready for the spring because the winter is almost over. <laughs> and if you think of it in a spiritual aspect, not in a seasonal aspect, it's it's even though it feels like we're in a heavy season right now, that season is, is going to push you into the most creative place you've ever, ever been in your life if you let it. So again, if you let fear and anger, injustice and rage get into your body or into your brain during this season of your story, obviously you're not going to create. Obviously you're not going to have courage and clearly you're not going to inspire other people with, you know, incredible gifts or grace it's going to be a little different for you. So if that's a challenge that you're facing right now, I suggest that you lay it to the side. Try that new moon ritual. It doesn't have to be a new moon. We're in a place right now in our world. Since the work of God, we can do all things. We don't wait on anything to ask God. He's with us all the time. So we just need to activate that. So if you haven't got this far already, you might want to just take three steps back, set it all out, lay it all out, write it all down, Whatever it is that you want to give to God, whatever it is that you want to release from your physical body, whatever it is that you want to bring in to attain, to receive, to create, either way, lay it down and give it to God and let your prayers be that of the sacrifice, right? It's basically coming to a place where you're no longer in your way and you're willing to say, God, I need you to help me to make this right. Uh, you can say whatever you want about this message, but I'm telling you it's very true for each and every one of you. I feel like there's going to be a couple people that just maybe don't get it. If you need personal guidance walking through this and you need me to spell it out into like more English terms, I will absolutely do that for you. So pick up the phone and give me a call. Um, I also want to tell you that while we're going through this and we learn to come into a new being or a new person where we're not hiding, but we're creating and we're, we're basically shining our light for the, for some of you for the first time ever. Um, it's going to be amazing. And, but during that time, you need to realize that there's going to be lots of feelings that come up, right? There's going to be a ton of different feelings that are present for you and you need to have God's grace and acceptance so you can actually get through it. So you guys need to be honest with yourself. There's going to be some things that you like and that you don't like, okay? And whatever that is about you, toss the things that do not serve you. Keep the things that do and do not have a spirit of criticism on you. Don't be so hard on yourself, okay? But whatever whatever it is that you're doing and however you're going to be moving through this, you just have to know that you've got to admit what is true for yourself and act accordingly. You are not to follow anyone's ways. Now this is going to take you into uh, character decisions. Okay. So for some of you, let's make this easier. If we took it into politics, instead of being on the right or the left side, I want you to think about this from a spiritual perspective. 
Admit the truth to yourself. Whatever it is that's happening for you, let that be your truth and admit it. But at the same time, act accordingly. Don't follow the the lead of anyone else if your foundational characteristic truth is of whatever it is. You have to still honor who you are and not fall behind who everybody wants you to be. And this is not political. It is spiritual. So there are going to be some things that are happening uh, with your current friends and family that you may not want to partake in, that may not feel comfortable to you. That may not be something you agree with. And I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about true characteristic type behaviors or, um, you know, real things that are manifesting that you're going to have an opportunity to be part of or not. And so instead of following the lead, be honest with yourself, admit the truth, what is good for you or what isn't, and make sure that you act accordingly because there is no one else to blame. And guys, if you're those who have projected and blamed everybody your whole life, well, welcome to the rest of the world. That's great. But you're not going to be able to do that anymore. So the real message behind that is, is take accountability, take responsibility, change the character in which you are. If it doesn't bear fruit or bring you love and grace and good and good hope and joy, get rid of it. If there's anyone around you that does not lift you up, but takes from you excessively and does not uh, help you to grow from an energetic perspective, you really need to have your boundaries and boundaries are important. Otherwise you're going to be completely lifeless and without the ability to produce, to create, or to have courage. So again, healthy boundaries are important. And God says that, remember, if you find yourself in a place of low energy or low vibration, get out quick. Therefore, if not, it would consume you. So what does that say? It says that you need to be around other situations, people, things, they're going to lift you up in our like-minded people instead of those who are not. Because whatever's not of your vibration is going to take from your vibration. And you don't have any vibration to spare, okay? You need to be amping up your flame and not letting anyone else take it out. For the final outcome, um, always glorifying God, what would be the hope of our future through this? Well, here's the message. It's Matthew 6, 34. And this is the greatest message. I mean, like this applies to everybody, especially right now. It says, take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. You need to be present as today, just in this moment right here and right now. So in regards to that, spiritual biblical truth what that means is we can we only have today that we're promised right and what is most of our world doing right now we're all sitting around trying to figure out what the heck is going to happen some of you are completely over it and turned your tvs off while others are still watching it or it's playing in the background but you can't worry about what tomorrow brings now the key is therefore do not worry about tomorrow it did not say dream you can't dream about tomorrow you are to dream and to imagine and to hope of tomorrow in only the positive but the law or the word is do not worry about tomorrow and why is that because if you worry about tomorrow you're going to miss your opportunities today if you worry about tomorrow you can't be present or see the miracles god's putting in front of your face right now if you're worried about tomorrow you have no faith So you need to sit into a place that would be joyful of tomorrow, with hope of tomorrow, with an imagination and a daydream childlike belief system that there is going to be beautiful things ahead, 
not fear and doom and gloom. So because everything that you put your energy into, you're really creating and you do not want to be a catalyst for darkness. Okay. Not for yourself and not for our world. So each day has enough trouble of its own is what God says. And really, let's just be honest. God has his hand on tomorrow. We are not to worry about anything other than today. We need to surrender that and trust that because you can't control what isn't here and you can't control what you can't control. So the only thing you can control is your ability to be present, to be joyful, to be focused and inspired, to hope and to dream of what is to come, but not to harp on what you can't control, what you can't see, and what you can't change. So isn't that like our greatest lesson? Always. It's always about surrender, right? So worry not for tomorrow, but be present for today, because that is the message. And you could read even in more detail to help you understand the word a little bit better. It sounds simple, but not to everybody is it that simple. So it's 634, and you're just going to pull up Matthew 634 and type in commentary. And it'll give you um, the ability to understand what this verse is really about and how to apply it to your life today. So happy healing to all of you. Love and light. Um, thanks for checking in to stormylake.us. Sorry that I didn't give you guys a message last week, but it wasn't me who was to give the message. It was God. Um, but again, remember to keep your obedience. Continue to keep your hope, uh, your steadfast faith, and patience. You know, just start activating the gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, the character of God, because you're going to need it. Um, you're really going to need it, and it's important. So pick up that word, pick up the Bible, uh, read whatever you need to read, get through whatever you need to get through, continue your um, pursuit to happiness and your pursuit to growing spiritually, and seek God's face, uh, and He will reveal His kingdom to you and the mysteries of heaven. So you guys have a wonderful week. I will chat with you guys on Monday. And again, if you have any questions, concerns, text, or you need me to walk you through this, I'll be happy to. Um, Just let me know. Shoot me an email. Send me a text message. Hit me up on Facebook. And I'm happy to assist. So love and light. And I will speak to you soon.